Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox-Starks. Hey guys, I hope that you are doing well today. I'm still reeling from my computer issues. I've kept my computer off all day and discovered an amazing military hard drive that cannot be hacked. I'm going to have to put all my writings and travel photos and whatnot on this hard drive and take my computer into a specialist and wipe my computer completely clean. Whatever the hell (laughs) that means. I know they don't use a cloth. (laughs) I don't know what that means, but we're going to have to, it's like, it's almost like my, my uh, computer is a uh, house and it's full of mold. So we got to strip it down to the studs and bleach the hell out of it. <laughs> it's the only way I could say that, that I relate to. I mean, I, I love real estate and fixing up houses and I, I, I don't, I'm not a technical person. I was telling my girlfriend today, Cheryl, that um, I'm the kind of person that I was so frustrated with computers when I was in college that every single paper I wrote I typed on an actual typewriter. I had an old Selectric and I just typed everything. And if I ran out of whiteout or it didn't look neat enough when I used the whiteout, I would retype the entire page. And it was frustrating when it came time to actually earn my bachelor's degree because some of my papers were were like 60 pages long. So and I didn't have autocorrect. I didn't have um, spell check. It was just me, me editing my own work on a typewriter. And I, I lived like that for eight years. <laughs> I didn't get my first computer until oh, about a year or two after I graduated with my bachelor's degree. I was just so frustrated. I'd go into the computer lab and they would try to teach me how to do it. And I'd say, you know what? Screw you. I'm out. I can't handle this. I couldn't handle the technology of it. So this, this has just caused me all kinds of stress. So I don't know. I mean, (laughs) can I go on Fiverr and, and hire somebody to go beat these people up? Can I do that? (laughs) Are there hackers on Fiverr? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I could hire someone, you know, a, a, a practitioner of black magic to curse these hackers. And then again today, I, I got another um, phone call from the people that are trying to steal my social security number. Um, it was a different phone number. And I looked this up and there's like, I don't know, 30 to 50 different phone numbers that look, they're the same numbers and they look very similar. So this scam like runs so deep and I'm like, I'm getting calls every single day about this now. And I looked in my um, telephone files and over the past week, I've probably gotten four or five uh, calls about this that I didn't even answer. I didn't even hear the phone ring. So, I don't know. Um, (laughs) I don't know. What's up with the technology and what's up with the sudden, like, hacking and scamming? And there's, it's always been around. And I don't know if I'm just, you know, the latest person on the list that everyone's handing around to everybody. I don't know. I, I just assume there's like an organized evil organization that just says, oh, she's a light worker. Mess with her. (laughs) he's a light warrior mess with him 
you know, let's put him on a list and send it around. Uh, I don't even know what country all this stuff is coming from, but crazy, crazy crap. I don't know. So, um, I'm going to take care of that. I've got a number for a guy locally that can help me with my computer, but it's so annoying. I have a major ad due in 48 hours and I don't have a computer. And I don't know how much information these people got. I don't know if they were able to uh, get my bank account password. You know what I mean? It's like really scary. I mean, I don't really go on like Google Chrome to get on my bank anyway. But I mean, every password that I've saved was on my Google Chrome. And now I can't get into anything using Google Chrome. So not only is that just super annoying, you know, uh, I know. I hope you guys are not going through this kind of crap. My girlfriend told me she's, her husband works for the Canadian government and they have the top of the line, um, anti hacker, anti ransomware, anti malware, antivirus. So she's going to find out from him what they use and what I can get my hands on so that this never happens again. And my son's like, you're becoming famous. I'm like, I'm not becoming famous. I have 40 people that listen consistently. <laughs> I, I have not even cracked $50 yet. And I get one penny per listen. And I know over 6,100 people have heard my show in six months. So I don't know. It's not really famous. I mean, if I have a million listens, that might be approaching fame, I guess. But I don't know. I mean, right now I'm still very much a tiny little show. <laughs> of course, I was on Fiverr today and I found out that for $5, I can get 300 listeners from Bangladesh. I hope that people in Bangladesh understand English, though. It's pretty crazy. I, I'm like, wow, that's that's awesome. But I don't know if it's this woman's uh, village and they like podcasts or what's what's the deal? How can she guarantee this? But she says they're not robots. (laughs) They're real human beings, real human traffic. And I read that on her ad. I went, Ooh, kind of poor choice of words there, (laughs) but I don't know. It's cool. I'd be happy to have listeners from Bangladesh if they understand and get something good out of the show, obviously. So, How are you guys doing with the uh, Ascension symptoms? Today we're at 99 on the Ascension symptoms scale. And for me, I've noticed that suddenly again, I've had a massive amount of pain in my skeletal structure. (laughs) My bones are aching, aching and aching. And I don't feel like it means there's a a storm a brewing (laughs) I don't think there's anything coming like that I just feel like I'm just I just feel like my bones are changing like the DNA in each individual bone is just it's painful to grow and change I guess I don't know but then I'm having all night last night I'm having these weird symptoms of um it almost feels like a little tiny cell phone vibrating inside, um, like my hand, like the center of my hand, then it'll vibrate my fingers and it'll might, might vibrate in my, in my, um, arm bone and then my upper arm bone. And it's just like my forearm and then my arm and, and it's just been like kind of going all over. And then when I woke up in the morning, my whole body felt, um, fuzzy like the snow on TV that's um, it just makes a sound (laughs) it's called snow I hope you guys know what I mean it's a very old well you know like when you're you're flipping through the channels on your TV and you hit a channel it's not a channel and it makes that it's like black and white it makes that's how that's it's like I feel fuzzy it's um kind of like a lot of high frequency vibrations in in all my bones and then when it hit my uh, medulla oblongata like my neck area it just radiated out through my whole body and all the pain was gone for a few minutes 
and then it came back when that vibration left. I don't know what the hell this is. I know it's an ascension symptom now. It's not one I can actually really, uh, I don't know, describe more accurately than I have this snow in my bones. It's like a high frequency, like almost like a disruptive. It's in the nervous system. So I feel like the bones and the nervous system, I believe we're all getting upgrades on this level right now. There are other people that have gotten lately information coming in that there's even more rainbow energy coming in, a lot more help for twin flames. A lot of the twin flames have not gotten together yet. I know mine is <laughs> a wall absent without leave. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know where he is. I hope he comes to my life soon. I'm not even going to pressure him for a relationship or anything. I just, I just want to meet him and <clears throat> know that I'm not crazy, that he's actually somebody who exists. You know what I mean? But, um, I don't know. I don't know. So are you guys, uh, vacillating between wanting to socialize and be around people and at the same time feeling like it's better to be alone to work on yourself and focus on the spiritual ascension energies and raising your own vibration <clears throat> I've been going through this I, I want to be out and I want to go socialize which is not normally like me I'm an introvert but I've been like really lonely and really sad about being lonely and then I have to go through my mind and my emotional pain body and say, oh, well, maybe, maybe it's the old 3D uh, world talking through me, you know, saying, oh, well, in linear thinking, if you're not, maybe all the weird stuff that comes up when you don't have friends around, you know, is it self-esteem issues? Is it confidence issues? Is it that? So I'm like kind of sorting that, the, uh, that out on an emotional level, like, why am I feeling pain? You know, I, I've kind of chosen a solitary life kind of for now. I mean, I'm not completely solitary. I go next door and buy stuff from the store and I, you know, talk to my son's friends and they come over and I talk to my kids and, you know, and I talk to people online all the time. I'm not a hundred percent a hermit. <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent the president of the curmudgeon club anymore. So you know, I've had whole months where I don't talk to a soul, but I don't know. I mean, are you guys going through this? Like, do I talk to people? Do I ignore people? Do I hide away from people? Or have you just been saying to yourself, no, I think I need to socialize more. And you're going out and actually out in the world more. I don't know. I feel like that's kind of a, a uh, something going on right now. There's like an energy about this specific thing going on right now. So we'll see. I don't know. When I get more information, I'll let you guys know. I'm going to go ahead and read to you the Schumann Resonance. It was pretty interesting. Actually, we had some good activity today. The high point was 65 hertz. And the scientists today write 9.30 a.m. UTC time. What we could call red lasted about 10 hours until a new series of peaks started at 4.30 UTC. Maybe, what does red mean? I don't get this. Red, they said this yesterday. They didn't explain it. And I think maybe red means zero activity or I have no idea, honestly. Your guess is as good as mine. And if you know, please shoot me over a text or... Um, a message or send me an email at metaphysical soul speak at gmail.com because I want to know what the hell that means. What we could call red lasted 10 hours until a new series of peaks started at 4:30 UTC. The maximum peak so far has been 60 hertz at 5 UTC, was followed by others in rapid succession between 40 and 50 hertz. In the last hours, the minimum amplitude was 18 hertz. 
All right. So then at 1700 UTC, they write, since the activity began at 5 UTC, it has continued until now, remaining between 20 and 50 hertz until 12 UTC. This significant activity was followed by approximately two hours of relatively low values and then started to increase again from 14 UTC to reach the maximum peak on today's chart, which was 65 hertz at 16.30 UTC time. All right, so we had some activity and then plus the ascension symptoms. I think that the ascension symptoms are more like there are some physical things like right now, as I'm right reading that my uh, left ear started ringing like really loud. I could barely hear out of it right now. Nice tinnitus, probably screaming into my phone right now to record the show. Cause I can't hear <laughs> when I can't hear. I think I need to increase my mouth volume. I don't know why I do that, <laughs> but, um, I think a lot of it is emotional stuff. You know, a lot of emotional, like, uh, anxiety. I think uh, for me, I had anxiety about, um, my paperwork I need to get done. My guy in Venezuela who translates my papers, uh, hasn't been online in seven days. So I'm very worried about him. Found another guy in Venezuela willing to, uh, translate all of my paperwork and I'm going to send it to him tomorrow. But I have to use someone else's computer. So that's a big pain in the, you know what? And, um, so I have anxiety over that, but I think that I, I'm like catching on to other anxiety in the world. And I feel like that's actually what's going on. Not just with me or in my household or whatever, but I think with in general, like the general gist of the planet right now. So I'm constantly clearing it out. I take little cat naps and um, that helps actually just falling asleep, popping out of my body for 10 minutes to 20 minutes and then coming back and I feel refreshed and better and, you know, kind of back. (laughs) So I don't know, but, uh, questioning a lot of like self-worth, self-esteem, self-confidence issues along with intense, uh, anxiety and empathy with others are issues that are coming up lately. So if you're going through that, just remember and I remembered this earlier today, thank God, is to cleanse out your mental body of thoughts you don't need anymore. Just imagine your mental body looks like your body, but it's like a glass case and it's standing in front of you. And you imagine holes <clears throat> holes in the bottom of your feet and the light just, the, those thoughts just drain out into the ground where they're transmuted and transformed into um, pure love light you know, love and light. And then more light comes into your mental body and cleanses any remnants or residue. And then you do the same thing with your emotional body, any emotions that you have felt that haven't served you or that were really strong, but you don't want them anymore. You know, you don't need to store your emotions. Your memories will suffice. Your emotions can come back to you when you have a memory of something. So if you keep your emotional body cleansed and clear, and the energy pure, just pure um, energy with potential versus energy that's dragging on your physical body energy. You will have more more energy to do anything and everything in life that you need. It, it really, really, really helps to do both of these, like your emotional and mental body cleansing. So your etheric body doesn't really need cleansing. When you're in your astral or etheric body, you're, you're, you're feeling pretty damn good. And the other thing you need to pay attention to is if you connected to the star grid and you forgot to disconnect and you're feeling kind of drained and you don't know why, or you're feeling like psychically frazzled, that could be why. So if you were connected to the star grid and you're up there looking around and you fell asleep, remember to say, oh, hey, <laughs> oops, I need to disconnect from the star grid right now. Thank you. And you will automatically disconnect. You'll feel more in your body. You'll feel more connected to you, if that makes sense. All right. When we come back, we're going to change gears yet again, (laughs) like I always love to do. 
And thank God we're not doing another channeling. We did two, two in a row. And I never do that. It usually it's like once every two weeks or something, you know? So it was weird that I did two in a row, but right now tonight, we're going to talk about all the ways in which you can gain relief from insomnia using natural means, meaning not taking sleeping pills, not taking Benadryl, not knocking yourself out with barbiturates, which sure that could be fun, but it's not very healthy and can leave you groggy. And we're going to go over all the things that will help you with insomnia basically. So So listen to this next message and stick around for natural insomnia relief. Insomnia. The very first case of insomnia was from ancient Greece. It's the first time anyone ever wrote about it. I suspect it's been going on for a long, long time. I suspect mothers have worried about sick children for millennia, and that caused small bouts of insomnia. Insomnia is the ability to, or the inability to uh, sleep. You can't sleep, and a lot of times... It's accompanied with fretting, worrying, anxiety, other psychological issues that just keep you up. Things that keep you up at night can't sleep. And uh, there are 3 million cases of insomnia in the United States every year. 3 million. It's a big problem. Between 10 and 30% of adults worldwide will sometime in their life suffer from bouts of insomnia. Usually it lasts um, three nights to seven nights, and sometimes it's chronic, where it's pretty often. Sometimes uh, it's caused by deeper psychological issues, such as post-traumatic stress disorder, or sometimes by medical uh, medicine that you're taking. Your medicine might make you shaky and awake and you can't sleep because you're jittery. If you have asthma, that, that can definitely be the case. Another, another thing is um, people that have diseases sometimes will be up late at night worrying about their medical conditions. You could be worried about anything, school, work, people in your family, people in your life. I mean, I know for me that I have a hard time falling asleep when I'm having asthma issues. I know that most asthmatics die in their sleep between the hours of 3 and 5 a.m. And having known that statistic, uh, my most of my adult life has uh, prevented me from sleeping many, 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 many sleepless nights knowing this. When I'm having an issue breathing, it's just like I'd rather sit up on the couch, drink hot tea and fall asleep in that position, which is not very comfortable. And, you know, so another part of insomnia is sometimes you are able to fall asleep only to wake up an hour later, only to wake up two or three hours later and you just can't get back to sleep. Or if you have, um, sleep apnea, you're stopping breathing in your sleep and then you uh, just kind of you know make that sound and then you sit up and you're just like ah oh, and you can't catch your breath I had a boyfriend for a time who had restless leg syndrome and he was always tired because he was just like he couldn't sleep he would have these restless legs and he would keep me up at night it was kind of ridiculous it's like keep your legs to yourself quit kicking me at night you know there's like nothing he could do about it. It was ridiculous. Every time he fell asleep, you know, have you, have you ever seen um, a cat or a dog fall asleep and then they start running in their sleep because they're dreaming? That's what this guy was like. It's like he's running in his dreams. It was really crazy. <laughs> but we're going to go over a lot of things um, 
that will help. That that can definitely help. Now, there's only one uh, condition in which none of these things will help, unfortunately, although you can try. There is a really crazy condition I found out tonight called fatal familial insomnia. Yeah, you can die from insomnia, but it's extremely rare. I mean, really really rare. It's genetic and sometimes the cases that are not genetic are related to prions, which also cause Alzheimer's, I guess, or some parts of it. It also causes mad cow disease and they're very small. They're smaller than viruses and they can get into your brain and don't let that keep you from sleeping at night because that also is extremely rare. (laughs) And so the very first case of somebody dying from insomnia was in Venice, Italy in 1765. And what happens with this is you can't sleep for months, like at all. Not little cat naps on the couch in the afternoon, not every two or three days. It's like literally you just don't sleep, period. And your brain just keeps going and going. And usually people die within three years when they have this. And um, sometimes the average the average uh, life expectancy for something like this is 18 months. I have a friend who I thought had this and she is still alive and I've known her for like 15 years. So I think she's kind of stretching the truth a little bit when she says she cannot sleep at all. I think that she does sleep, but she gets like two or three hours here and two or three hours there. Her sleep is not quality and she has a lot of stress in her life. And stress is a big factor in this. If you have, I, I might actually do a whole show on stress and what are the biggest, biggest factors of stress. And a lot of the things that would cure insomnia or help with it lessen the symptoms of it will also cure and help and lessen the symptoms of stress. But I want to go over on another day all the things that are stress uh, related, like where the big, big, big factors in stress. But PTSD is... A lot of Americans suffer from this, especially when they have been soldiers in wartime and then they come back and they just can't sleep. That's a huge, that's like most of the veterans I think are suffering from this. All right. So what is natural insomnia relief? Oh, and by the way, if you have the fatal insomnia and you take those, um, you know, like sleeping pills from the doctor or barbiturates, it will make you die faster. You might get a little bit of sleep here and there, but it will quicken the disease of it. Very weird, right? And it, I mean, ends up in like hallucinations and dementia. The hallucinations sound fun. Dementia, not so much. I don't know. Just, I hope you don't have that. You know, it just, that just sucks really, really much. But most of it's genetic. So usually people don't have it. It's extraordinarily rare. So What is natural insomnia relief? Natural insomnia relief is anything that you can do or get or behaviors you can perform that have nothing to do with a doctor, basically. Um, Naturopathic versus allopathic solutions. I don't think that taking a pill from a doctor is very helpful because like most things you get from a doctor, it will help right now but cause problems later you know like white man medicine versus red man medicine (laughs) so what my um my dear departed friend told me that you always want to go for the red man medicine (laughs) the natural things because even though it might be unpleasant now it's going to help you later it will in the long run help you you know lead to a cure And with white man medicine, it it helps you now. You feel better, but it can lead to a lot of problems later. So, I don't know. It's one of my my friends. He was a Seminole. He told me he's one of the last Seminoles in the world. And probably true from from his exact tribe, he's like the last one. 
but there are a couple people I've met that are from the Seminole Nation, which, but there's several tribes in that anyway. But that's what he told me. He said, you always have to go for the natural things that God provided directly, not chemicals and solutions that are, you know, given to you by a doctor. I mean, you can, I mean, in worst case scenario, okay, go, go grab a few sleeping pills and, you know, take one, but don't, don't ever treat anything more than three to seven days, like with those sleeping pills. In fact, most of these will probably work within the first day or two. So unless there's some underlying emotional issues, but we'll go over all of that. So herbs, herbal therapy is the first therapy that I'm going to recommend. And the herbs that you can take during the day, if you take ginseng, that will actually lead to better sleep at night. This is what they say. But at night, if you are just still wide awake, can't sleep, you just don't feel like it. Valerian root, passion flower, lemon balm, or hops. Now, when I say hops, you're going to think beer. Don't drink beer because alcohol will give you a temporary shutdown of your central nervous system, but you'll wake up in a couple hours and that can lead to an exacerbation of your insomnia and it could actually lead to several more nights of not being able to sleep. So, you know, maybe once in a while a beer might work, but if you have chronic insomnia, it's just going to backfire. So hops, um, I'm kind of allergic to hops, but I have drank hops tea and it's pretty pleasant actually. It, it's like, it tastes like warm beer without the fizzies and the alcohol effect. So very, very strange. Valerian smells really lovely. It, it smells like um, old dirty sweat socks that have been kept in a 16-year-old's gym locker for two weeks in a very moist environment. <laughs> it's, it's a horrible, horrible smell. So... I got used to valerian root and I used to take it in loose leaf tea because I'm a badass. But if you want to take valerian root, I recommend doing it in capsules, holding your breath, drinking them down really fast and following it with something super pleasant like a lovely mint tea. If you have insomnia due to pain, St. John's wort is another one that can help you sleep and it will take away nerve pain. Now it does have an MAO inhibitor, just like taking an antidepressant. So if you take St. John's wort for a week, do not eat cheese with it. That can cause other medical issues. So any medicine you're taking, ask your uh, pharmacist. Doctors don't normally know this stuff, but pharmacists are very brilliant in this and they know what will counteract your medicines if you have any. So let's see here. I think, yeah, herbal teas. Yeah, those are the herbal teas are, those are the ones I recommend, but you can add like a peppermint or a spearmint leaf. If you have a loose leaf tea in your, um, local health food store just go get yourself a tea ball which is they have cloth ones now which is pretty cool just like a little bag that goes you know just a cloth bag you could hang on the side of your uh cup or you can do um well the blossom tea uh containers which are absolutely gorgeous they're like glass with the other fancy they're expensive too I recommend those just because they're so beautiful to look at. But if you don't have it, that's cool. (laughs) There are um, also like metallic. I think they're like aluminum and they have like holes in them. And so no matter how you do it, herbal tea usually will help. The act of holding something warm in your hands. And um, I always held it up to my chest because I have asthma usually and the steam will rise and kind of relax me and help me to breathe better on the days in which uh, my asthma is bad. Also, as far as herbs are concerned, seriously, straight up cannabis sativa. Some people have had um, some success with cannabis oil, CBD oil, which does not have the THC in it in case you're THC sensitive. 
but I mean the whole plant the way God intended and not some of these intense strains where you smoke one hit and you're high for three days. I mean, just a normal Mexican dirt weed, you know, just smoke a little, just two or three hits will be good. If you do edibles, you're going to be out on your ass for a couple days. You know, if you have to go to work the next day, don't do edibles unless you're already like Snoop Dogg's neighbor or something that can lead to even further problems. But if you are going to do for insomnia relief, um, Uh, smoking weed basically what I recommend with this is not doing it for more than seven nights in a row maybe even five and then take five nights away from it because it will prevent you from having venting dreams and when that happens you get all pent up and then that leads to more anxiety which can lead to more insomnia so if you are a chronic uh, weed smoker (laughs) chronic (laughs) I don't know what kind you smoke but if you smoke weed all the time every day and now you find yourself with insomnia just stop smoking for a couple weeks you're gonna be so amazed at the difference you know three or four nights it's gonna be all venting dreams and then you're gonna go back to a normal um, REM sleep cycle and you'll be a lot better I love to sleep so I'm kind of a sleep expert (laughs) so aromatherapy is an amazing way to gently combat um, insomnia I recommend for aromatherapy I recommend lavender chamomile and peppermint not all together because that would not be terribly good together but just pick one pick one of those three if you um, have a hard time waking up in the morning and that's what, and you sleep extra long and that's kind of what's leading you towards the insomnia at night, um, I recommend orange, lemon, sometimes lime, and especially bergamot. Those, uh, the citrusy ones are really good to like wake up, maybe just put a little bit in some oil and massage your face like um or you know rub it into your uh hands and then and then smell it uh i I recommend like coconut oil or olive oil as a carrier orange is a little bit harsh for some people's skin bergamot is a little more gentle and those are good to wake up to then that will lead later on It, it can you can have better sleep at night but at night Lavender is my most favorite. It's so fresh and green and amazing in its scent. Like if you put two drops of lavender or chamomile or peppermint, not all together, just two drops of one of these. Anise is another one. You can put anise under the tongue. It will sting a little. You want to add it with oil. You can. And it it smells like black licorice. So not everybody likes that. But it will lead to um, a pretty restful sleep. With anise, you don't want to ever do it more than seven days. You want to take seven days off after you do it. And for all of these, same thing. Herbs and essential oils, aromatherapy, you need seven. If you do seven days on, you need seven days off. Or five days on, five days off. Like, for real. This is, it's very serious. Because anise essential oil can lead to central nervous system depressant. And it it could lead to like coma and death. So when I say this is very serious, it's very serious. But anise also will help with asthma. It'll help with a lot of things. If you're breastfeeding and your baby has colic, two drops of anise under your tongue will come out in the breast milk and will make your baby rest. So if your baby, if you're a mother and and your baby has um, insomnia due to a sad tummy, (laughs) I always called it a sad tummy. (laughs) And if you have a sad tummy, two drops of an essential oil is like literally a godsend. But just don't ever do it more than five days. You know, just do two drops a day and that's it. No more than that. And you'll be okay. But two drops of lavender on a cotton ball, put that inside your pillowcase right where you're going to sleep. And the heat from your um, face will kind of activate it and it will just, you'll, it'll waft up through your pillow case and it will be very gentle. It's a very gentle way to fall asleep. Another thing is if you take a hot bath at night, add that chamomile or the peppermint or lavender. The thing is with peppermint and lavender, I love them. They're super magical because if you go 
Um, if you need energizing, it will energize you. Both of them will. And if you need to relax, they will both relax you. There's not that many um, essential oils that are super flexible. Usually they're contraindicated for one thing or the other. So uh, sound therapy, go check out YouTube. You might want to relax with solfeggio frequencies or binaural beats. There's a lot of different things on the market right now or watch something that will relax you such as whales listening to sounds of nature sound therapy can be wonderful I listen to a fireplace that really relaxes me it reminds me of simpler times in my life and I can fall asleep pretty quickly you can go to um, Miracle Forest is an excellent excellent resource of ASMR if you like to fall asleep to the sounds of um, people talking in the background and you feel comforted by that that idea that you're surrounded by people that love you maybe they're drinking tea and you hear the little clinking noises of the spoons against the cups that is an amazing way for me to fall asleep. I, I use these all the time. Sometimes it'll be a purring cat or a kitten sound because I love animals. So for me, that's like ideal. But say you're used to living um, on a military base and you're used to hearing the howitzers. You could go literally find an ASMR of howitzers going off in the background and that will it might relax you. <laughs> Howitzers have a really strange sound. I don't know if you, most of you guys don't know what they sound like, but check it out on YouTube. It's insane. It's like, what? <laughs> but if you're used to hearing something every night, such as traffic or gunshots or a fan or, you know, just, you know, like just whatever, babies crying, cats meowing. If you're used to a lot of noise and then you move to a place with no noise, that can create insomnia. So check out the ASMR and sound therapy can be very, very good for this. But I do also want to recommend Rife frequencies. They sound horrible, but sometimes they will help. They can help with tinnitus, which is ironic, but sometimes a Rife frequency, you just check out your Rife frequency, um, like the Z app is a really good one, um, which is an app. So scent therapy which is also aromatherapy but also just things that make you feel comforted and warm like um, the smell of cookies or the smell of chocolate or um, strawberries whatever um, relaxes you you might want to smell that and in the morning you could again with the orange rind and grapefruit rind you could smell that and that will really be a good pick-me-up to energize you in the morning so that at night you can be more relaxed. Uh, grapefruit essential oil is another one for aromatherapy. So mindfulness. If you are mindful and you can practice mindfulness where you just clear your mental body of all thoughts, clear your mind of all thoughts, and you can ask yourself um, a question like a Japanese cone or something that's in The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle that he asks is, what will my next thought be? And you ask your mind that, it stumps your mind and then your mind just kind of goes, calms right down. Read The Power of Now. And do some of the exercises in that book. That will help big time. If you just ask yourself, what will my next thought be? And then you're just like, uh, uh, uh. And then in that pause, your mind will expand and it will cause relaxation throughout your mind, your spirit, and your entire body. So um, energy work, you might want to have Reiki done. You can go to Rest Relaxation Reiki directly on YouTube and have a 10 minute session before you sleep or you could go see a Reiki practitioner in person or have somebody um, who's a Reiki master like I am uh, send you Reiki if you want Reiki for me just ask my higher self it will come to you immediately I'm treating tens of thousands of people per day automatically and it's always free you know if you want to send me a donation that's cool but it's always free it's it's uh, I've been doing this for years
So aura cleanse, that might be something you need to do. See if you have any spirit attachments. See if you have anything stuck in your aura. We're going through a lot of emotional and mental and spiritual healing in these days with the ascension. So um, keeping your aura clear and your chakras clear, doing a chakra cleanse also will very much help. As far as scent therapy, I forgot to mention, um, also you can do, uh, put roses that smell very relaxing or roses, flowers. I call all flowers roses because my favorite flower is rose. (laughs) Pick flowers that have a lovely scent or a plant that has a beautiful scent. The scent of pine for some people is very relaxing, um, especially um, white pine uh, from the Russian fir tree. That actually has the Christmas tree pine scent. And when it's in essential oil form, it's very super, super relaxing. It's super duper relaxing because it reminds you of a time in which you're little, everyone took care of you. You have no, you don't have bills or a mortgage or a spouse that's angry at you. (laughs) If you have any of that kind of stuff going on, you don't have to go to work when you're five, you know, all you have to do is is enjoy your vacation and go to school when it's time. And you love school because it's about cutting things out and pasting things. It's, I miss kindergarten. I don't know about you guys. (laughs) I have never lived for very long without crayons and markers in my life. I, I actually don't have a coloring book. Usually I have a coloring book. That's another fun thing. You know what? You can go and buy, do toy therapy go and buy toys that will early on in the afternoon or evening do something that will engage your mind in something that was relaxing for you as a child whether it's um i don't know what toy you like or play playing games and you get your mind off of all your troubles and you get into other things um Go get some clay, get some Play-Doh, do some art therapy. That always helps. Art therapy, toy therapy, play therapy. Anything that engages your inner child because sometimes it's your your inner child uh, is angry about stuff from the past and that might be a way to get that out and to satisfy your inner need to play. A lot of people don't play in their lives. I mean, seriously, for an hour, if you, if you took a balloon and you just hit a balloon repeatedly like up in the air for like an hour it will not only relax it will relax you and it'll probably make you feel happy or blowing bubbles is another one just something that's super fun and playful like that I mean I think it's super fun it, I live on a third floor now I think I want to go find this if I could blow bubbles out the window and then hide when people look up I think that'd be hilarious <laughs> But I'm a Hayoka shaman. I love to do stuff like that. It kind of confuses and delights people all at once. So meditation will definitely, definitely work. Self-hypnosis, hypnotizing yourself or um, having someone do it for you. Um, Hypnosis does work. In fact, hypnosis is the god of sleep. So hypnosis is extremely relaxing. In fact, no matter what you do hypnosis for, It's like you've already had an hour or two of sleep at the end of that. Um, I do have a technique that I may actually put out there, but it could be dangerous. So I'm worried about doing this, but I've been batting around in my mind thinking I might do this. But if you can take your, um, if you could take your um, hypnosis session for like 30 to 45 minutes, but at the end, you feel like you've had eight hours of sleep. I've, I've done this for myself when I couldn't sleep all night. And I had to drive to Mexico to go get my inhalers back in the day when I needed a prescription. And the whole thing was so expensive and no one would give me insurance. <laughs> I mean, they would all say, well, asthma is a pre-existing condition, so you're just going to die. I've literally been told that by insurers. So I had to drive to Mexico and, um, and get my inhalers down there three for 20 bucks versus $69 to see a doctor to get a prescription for one month and $69 for the inhaler. And then the next month, the same thing again, totally ridiculous. So, um, that's why I live in Ecuador. I mean, you know what? I could just walk down the street and get whatever the hell I want out of the pharmacy. I don't even need a doctor say so for most things. 
so it's like so much easier for me so anyway um but yeah hypnosis does work and you can do hypnosis for sleeping specifically and also for insomnia but you can also tailor make it towards the thing that is really causing your insomnia so you know whatever it is anxiety or ptsd or you can find hypnosis pretty much online for everything and eventually i will start a whole line of hypnosis downloads so it'll be really cheap like five bucks or something and you could just download them and have them forever and put them on your you know there'll be an mp3 form so eventually i'm going to get to that i have too many things to do right now but eventually you guys will have that uh, from me as well create a visualization imagine yourself in a place in which you feel relaxed and comfortable so laying on a nice warm sandy beach or or playing in a meadow I like to imagine I'm laying in a, um, a field of wildflowers in which I don't have allergies and I just watch the bees and the butterflies and the puffy white clouds in the sky that's a beautiful one or being in the forest and watching deer walk by you know with the the pine scent of the trees because it's hot hot day or um, maybe you're in a pool and you're floating on one of those nice luxurious floaties and you're just kind of floating around that's always a nice visualization um, which leads me to water water therapy can be really fun um, not only with drinking hot tea and or you could steam your face at night that's always very relaxing you pour hot water with some essential oils you could put some oil on your face like coconut oil or cocoa butter and you can just put a towel over your head and put your head over a bowl with hot steaming water and not only will it be a nice moisturizer um, facial for you and you if you add tea tree oil to it tea tree oil will actually cleanse your pores so if you have acne that will help but if you do that you can actually just breathe in the steam and it's very relaxing because you can't breathe very fast and the act of calming your breath will absolutely help so water therapy I wrote hot chocolate down because I'm gonna go over hot chocolate in a minute but hot chocolate is an excellent excellent way with or without milk hot milk actually milk contains an enzyme especially when heated that actually causes your body to want to sleep uh, but hot milk is gross <laughs> my um, my my ex-husband used to make the kids a uh, dirty tea because that's what his grandmother made for him and or dishwater tea they called it dishwater tea it was good but it was weird it was sweetened condensed milk in hot water and um, I don't know sometimes you could add cinnamon it was a very weird one but the kids always fell asleep after that so if you want to try dishwater tea that might actually help it looks like dishwater it's pretty horrible looking but it's actually pretty good I always throw chocolate in it and make it hot chocolate but you can do uh, just hot water with a tablespoon a heaping one to three heaping tablespoons of chocolate chocolate does not contain caffeine and it is a superior antioxidant and plus it releases all of the feelings and emotions of having an orgasm or a being in love it's the same hormones are released when you drink hot chocolate so you might as well <laughs> imbibe in hot chocolate especially if you're single hot chocolate is a lifesaver because you're getting the, the good hormones and you're feeling good and that's what leads you to a better night's sleep so light therapy is another thing that you want to consider sad seasonal affective disorder can cause insomnia and you might want to get a, a sad light okay not a sad light like oh god that light's so pathetic i'm so sad because i look at that 30 watt bulb not like that <laughs> you have if you have in your home uv natural light light bulbs they're super freaking expensive they're like 10 to 20 dollars each but if you're having a problem with insomnia this is a really great idea put make all of your lamps the natural UV light 
And when the sun goes down, you turn all of those off. And you might, if you still need to be up for a little while, um, only with very minimal light or candlelight or one of those flickering battery-operated fake candles, but just that kind of a flickery uh, sort of light, that will also help you want to sleep. So light therapy, if you stand in the sun for 10 minutes a day, um, if you are afraid of sunburn or um, skin issues, put um, a layer of coconut oil on your skin and that will block the UV radiation that you do not want that, that does cause damage to your skin. Don't go out for three hours a day and tell me that this didn't work for you and you know, you're having issues and now you're sunburned. 10 minutes a day is fine, five to 10. If you're a redhead, no more than five minutes. Three minutes will be good enough for you because we as redheads, we absorb that sun-like light now. We are super efficient. And that's why we burn easily because we don't really need that much sun. So basically sunlight during in the morning, first thing, the earliest part of the day that you you can possibly be outside, that actually will lead to a greater night's sleep later. If you avoid overhead lights and lights in your home after six to eight, you know, between six and six o'clock and eight o'clock at night, just turn them off, turn them off the darkened room makes you feel like it's time to sleep and it fixes your circadian rhythms. So you can do magic rituals to sleep. You can, maybe you have a uh, necklace or a crystal that you like, and maybe you can infuse it with the energy of sleep that in and of itself can lead you to a better night's sleep if you hold it in your hand. So if you have a nice smooth stone, I would recommend amethyst, quartz, rose quartz, snowflake obsidian because it takes negativity out and um, puts back positivity. It is one of those stones that converts. Um, Oh, I have a picture in my mind of this one that I have. It's black and white, and it does the same thing as a snowflake obsidian. Usually stones that are black and white do this. They'll pull out all the negativity in the area and transform it and transmute it and automatically put out positive energy, like organite. Organite is another thing. Make your organite now, your crystals and your organite, you will have to wash every, you know, cleanse energetically. Um, organite you can do with water. Um, some of the stones you can't, but most you can. Labradorite will give you wonderful dreams. I think it's Amazonite that is the, it's a beautiful turquoise color. Not only will give you good dreams, but also will connect you telepathically with your twin flame. So that's kind of nice. There's also Herkimer diamonds can also help you sleep and you can infuse anything with your own purposes not just what the stone itself stands for you have to cleanse it first we've gone over this in other episodes so i'm not going to go over that right now if you do stretches tai chi qigong yoga and hip flexors go look online for a program it's like 40 dollars every single penny is worth it if you have lower back issues and you have serious anxiety and you're having really intense problems with your um so you're having physical pain and really intense problems with emotional anxiety and insomnia go look up the program for hip flexors if you really think you have this issue let me know and I'll, I'll try to find it for you when my computer is fixed and I'll send you the link to this particular program. This program will lead you to, I mean, when I first did this, because when you stretch out your hip flexors, what happens is your, um, it's your psoas muscle, P-S-O-A-S. This muscle, when it's bound up tight because you're constantly sitting at a desk, this muscle literally causes your stomach to stick out so you look more overweight than you really are and it also will um, lead to hip pain and lower back issues 
and middle back issues. And it literally causes anxiety. So when you do these stretches for the psoas muscle, what happens is within 10 to 15 minutes, all of your anxiety goes away. So if your insomnia is caused by this particular thing, you're going to be blown away. It worked for me and I really need to do it again. And I can't get to it because my computer issues. Uh, so I do, there's a couple stretches I remember and they're only five, like five to 10 stretches and it takes like 10 minutes. It's hardly any time at all. And it's excellent, but um, it will lead to a better night's sleep. Now, because there's so much information, I'm going to have to continue this discussion completely on another day because we're at 40 minutes already plus the intro. So we are running over time, but I have a huge list. I I don't know if I'm going to do this tomorrow or next week. I might do this next Thursday as next Thursday show. I don't know. It all depends on my higher guidance. I need to ask. Actually, let me ask right now. Okay. I like to be connected to my higher guide. Yay. Should I do this tomorrow as part two? Okay. I'm going to do part two tomorrow. So this is easy. You guys are going to love part two has amazing ideas as well. So you will love this. Now, if you do yoga, Tai Chi, Qigong exercising, Exercise therapy will actually help you, but you cannot exercise right before you go to sleep because different hormones are released in your body when you exercise and that could keep you up and lead to insomnia. So if you have a habit of working all day and going home and having dinner with the kids, putting the kids to bed and then going to the gym, that might be why you have insomnia. A lot of people don't understand where their insomnia is coming from. Look, I do everything right. I eat healthy and I go to the gym. It's, it depends on when you're going to the gym. So if you change your routine to go to the gym in the morning or in the afternoon, you're going to have a much better sleep than if you're doing it at night. So again, after uh, the sun goes down, it's better to have very minimal light and very minimal physical activity. But if you haven't done any activity during the day, that can lead to insomnia because you have extra energy. So start a little bit of an exercise routine. It doesn't have to be huge. Just go take a walk around the block. That's easy. Anyone can do that, right? I mean, if you don't want to walk around the block, go drive to the mall and walk around the mall. (laughs) Drive to a park and walk around the park. As long as you're walking for, you know, 10 to 15 minutes minimum, in you know up to 30 minutes or an hour is even better and gain the sunshine while you're doing it and you know treat yourself come home and have your have your hot chocolate if you know you don't want to add a lot of sugar to your diet add um stevia leaves that is excellent in chocolate i always put stevia in my chocolate and coconut oil especially in the winter because it makes the added benefit of helping chapped lips. Yay. (laughs) So I'm going to do part two tomorrow. I hope that you will stick around and stay tuned for that. But now I am going to sign off because it is late and I actually am going to go to bed. (laughs) Anyway, I love each and every one of you. Thank you for being my listener and thank you for sharing my podcast with all your family and friends that are spiritually minded and could probably benefit from some of the uh, episodes that I uh, have. Anyway, um, I guess that's that. Feel free to send me a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical or an email at metaphysicalsoulspeak at gmail.com unless you're going to threaten me with uh, cyber attacks. I know none of you are going to do that because you are my loyal listeners and I am actually really grateful for that. All right. I love each and every one of you and I want to wish you sweet dreams. Signing off now with peace and joy and the high vibes of the holy fifth dimension. Until next time, peace. Thank you.
Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.